Heyo! Welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Hello, my Built to Be You friends. This podcast episode, as though you can't see me recording it, it is in a different place, a different space. I am on a relaxation visiting my parents in Florida, and it has been the most soul-filling week. Um, really just slowing down, being present, and reminding myself of the things that are really important, the to-do list items, the meetings, the business calls, the podcasts. There's so many things that need my attention. There's so many things in your life that need your attention, or so it feels like. But I just want to remind you to really slow down and be present in the moment with the people who are around you more often. And that just starts by bringing self-awareness to your body, to how you're feeling. And I've been doing kind of this full body scan or this five senses scan, you know, really just dropping back into where my body lies, where my feet stand, and, you know, asking myself, what can I hear right now? What can I see right now? What can I smell right now? What can I touch right now? And just by asking those things, it really brings self-awareness to the moment and the environment that you're in. And I think it's so incredibly important to just reroute and reground yourself more often. So that is kind of an update on my life, but I wanted to pop into this week's episode um, with a little bit of fire and a little bit of just honesty because I think it's really important to acknowledge and realize that where you came from doesn't always have to dictate where you're going. And I've been doing a lot of reading laying in my parents' pool and it has been fabulous. And a book I'm currently reading, it is from the book Built Through Courage by Dave Hollis. And it really hit me in the feels this week. And it was the line, we didn't, we don't get to choose the family we're born into, the religion we're brought up in, or the values held by those around us. But as adults, we must find the courage to question whether the rules that were put on us as a child still serve us as adults. And this is something that I have been like, just reminded of through and through. And just a few weeks before this episode, I went back to Iowa for the first time in roughly like a year and a half. If you're new here, that's where I was born and raised. That's where all my family is. That's where I went to college. And I knew from a very early age that that would not be my forever home, that I would not spend my whole life there. And being back home, it really hammered in the fact that home is not necessarily a place. It's the feeling you get from being surrounded by people or sometimes a certain physical environment that evokes that deep belly feeling when you look around you, you get filled with butterflies and you can't just help but be grateful and have this sense of knowing for the people around you. You know, you close your eyes and you just feel totally at peace. You feel just this overwhelming sense of gratitude for the people in your life, the people that you look around and you see laughing and joking. And for me, 
I have felt this rush and this overwhelm of feelings in so many places. I now currently live in North Carolina and I deep belly love it there. Like I feel so at home there, but then I come to my dad's house in Florida and I feel so home here. You know, I went back to Iowa and I was surrounded by grandparents and cousins and aunts and uncles that I hadn't seen since I moved. And again, I was overwhelmed with that sense of just gratitude and peace. And since moving to North Carolina, I've been confused where or what to call home when people ask. And this podcast episode isn't about, you know, helping you define where you call home, but rather challenging you to dig deeper and what you just accept to quote unquote be because of how you were raised. You know, this episode, I really want you to challenge your thought process, thought processes. I really want you to challenge the norm. I really want you to challenge what it is that you're settling for. And Maybe you are somebody who came from divorced parents, so you tell yourself that you will never have a successful relationship because that's not what you saw represented or modeled as you were growing up. Maybe you tell yourself that you will never make enough money because you came from a family that lived paycheck to paycheck and you don't know how to properly save, invest, spend, etc. because nobody ever taught you or you never saw anybody else do it. Maybe you tell yourself that because you grew up in the same house with pretty red shutters in the corner for 18 years, that town or house has to be your forever home. Maybe you had a parent or role model in your life that had addiction or alcohol problems, so by default, you're also quote-unquote doomed. Maybe you tell yourself that because of bad genes, you won't ever achieve the body weight or you're by default doomed because of comorbidities or illnesses that run in your family. And whether you see yourself through any of those examples or you can think of a different representation in your life that you inherently believe or assume based on how you were raised or how you saw other people act or believe or show up or maybe you know you were forced to go to church every single Sunday morning or on the holidays and now as an adult you know you don't adopt those beliefs you don't have the same belief system that you had then that is an example of reconstructing your life to fit you in the season that you're in and really taking ownership of your life as a 20-something as an adult And all of those examples that I just give, maybe there is some truth to what I said, genetics, uncontrollable factors, etc. But I'm a firm believer if we live life from a place of being the victim, blaming others, external things, just simply accepting quote unquote what is, you will never feel like you truly get to live your life for you on your terms, paving the path you were meant to pave. And when I was sitting there in Iowa looking around at my family, which... This is not a dig at my family at all. I love and I care about them so deeply, but simply a reflection of the life I've decided to create for myself. I wouldn't say they are the most health conscious people. They don't pour into personal growth like I do. They don't care wholeheartedly about running and, you know, achieving goals and running marathons like I do. They've been around the same people for 30 plus years. And while that's great for some, I decided very early on, I would say actually not very early on, I would say I was probably around the age of 20, 21, when I really started to take my health seriously. And that was the catalyst for change and really just an eye-opener to a lot of different things. But I decided that settling is something I refuse to do. Putting my health on the back burner, spreading negativity like wildfire, keep doing the same things and getting the same results only to complain about what I would love to have different without doing anything to change. And maybe you can see yourself in that, you know, complaining about your circumstances, complaining about the way that you were brought up, complaining about, you know, the town that you live in or the house that you live in. And I just want you to know, and I want you to believe wholeheartedly that at any given moment, you have the choice to change. 
you have the choice to choose a better narrative that serves you. And I could have got stuck in that small town Iowa men's mindset, continued the same habits I had in college, kept the same group of friends, continued to look at myself as a victim of my life, divorced parents, a brother for an addict, circumstances, family health history, past relationships that, you know, made me question my self-worth and my self-confidence. But to me, that doesn't feel good. And now looking in the rear view, it's clear how in control I have been in my life over the last four years. So this episode for you, my friend, is, is for you, my friend, the one saying, poor me, why me? I swear this only happens to me. I just have the worst luck. Nothing is ever going to change. I'm doomed because of where I came from. You're listening to a personal growth podcast, so we know you know the power of courage, the power of proximity, and the power of challenging yourself. So here's what I have for you today. First one being, challenge your beliefs. When you just find yourself accepting where you are, accepting the beliefs you have, going through the motions, you know, doing the same things that you've always done with the people that are always around you, just telling yourself, well, this is my life. I challenge you to stop. Stop when you feel that narrative coming through of, well, I'm just doomed and pause and challenge yourself and ask yourself, where in my life have I seen or heard somebody else representing or doing this thing? Is this really what I believe or is this what somebody else told me to be, do, believe, say? You know, taking this back to faith and religion, maybe you grew up going to church, maybe you didn't. And now as an adult, you find yourself believing in something different altogether, a different entity, whatever it is. You know, maybe it is you saw your parents live paycheck to paycheck. And so when a paycheck goes into your bank account, you're like, oh my gosh, like I have to spend all of this, you know, really catching yourself in those moments when you're telling yourself because of what happened by default i'm doing this and you really take ownership for your thought process and your actions and you really cultivate a curiosity mindset of is this really something that i believe or something that i want to do or is it something i saw somebody else doing and you know it's just like a habit or it's just like you know when you drive to work and you say that take the same exact route every single day if you grew up watching these people or being around these people who were in charge of taking care of you you know spreading negativity like wildfire always cutting corners or always you know doing less than you watch that representative, you watch that for many, many years. So of course, it's going to take intentionality and time and curiosity and and self-ownership to choose again, to choose a different narrative. And there's one thing that I want you to eliminate out of your vocabulary. And I can't remember where I heard this, but ever since I did, I quit saying this phrase. And it is the phrase, quote, it is what it is, unquote. Because it's not, it is what it is. It is what you create. Life is what you choose. Words are what you say. Feelings are what you feel. But when you fall into this default mode of I have no control or I can't change anything, this is my life, reality, future, and I'm forever doomed, you sit in the passenger seat of your life, letting precious days, moments, minutes pass by, letting others take control of your one shot here. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to sit shotgun in my own life. I want to be behind the wheel, driving every story, every action, every narrative, every thought, every feeling. And when you have that awareness and when you put that ball back in your own court, you really feel this sense of empowerment. You realize that it's not just it is what it is. It is what you create. It is what you choose. It is what you decide. 
which comes to knowing that any point you have the choice to rewrite a new narrative for yourself. If the way you are living right now doesn't feel good, you have the choice at any given moment to choose again, form better habits, move away, choose a new friend group, you know, whatever that might look like for you. And I have seen this represented a lot in, you know, just different um, community ties, let's say that, different relationships that I have in my life, whether that be family, friends, whatever. And it's this almost running away from your reality because you think that moving to a new state or jumping ship in your career or jumping ship in your relationship is somehow going to magically shift your entire life. And here's the thing. If you place yourself in a new environment without knowing what or why it's going to change, what internal changes you're going to create, I hate to tell you, but nothing is going to change. And I think that that is such an important reminder because your internal workings are a reflection of your external environment. When your external environment is negative and overwhelming, you know, you kind of absorb that internally and vice versa. When you have a positive internal environment, when you cultivate personal growth, when you really work harder on yourself than you do at anything else, your external environment also benefits as a byproduct. So each of these are pushing and shoving at each other, your internal and your external environment, but you just have to decide. Actually, you have to acknowledge which one at the end of the day you're in control of. And that's always your internal environment. You're always going to have external factors, uncontrollables, those kinds of things that, you know, are kind of out of reach and you don't have much say or do in them. But your internal environment is something that you are always going to have, your thoughts, your mindset, your beliefs. And so it kind of goes back to the quote of, you know, not just accepting the rules that were put on you as a child, but finding the courage to question whether those rules still serve you as an adult and know that at any given moment, you have the choice to choose again. You have the choice to quit saying it is what it is and realize that it is what you create and really challenging your beliefs, asking yourself, where have I seen this represented in my life before? Is this something that feels good in my body? Does this align with my current life values? And at the end of the day, you know, I catch myself, you know, like something goes wrong in my life. You know, I miss an appointment or a conversation goes not the way that I want it to. And I'm like, oh, well, it just is what it is. I'm like, actually, it's not. It is what it is. I have the choice to choose again and to do something differently so that way next time things fold or unplay or play out or unfold is what I was trying to say, the way that I want it to, the way that I create it to. And when you put yourself into this position of power, empowerment, self-empowerment, you really start to cultivate not only this belief in yourself, but also this unwavering courage that your life is only going to be as great as you make it. And nobody is coming to save you. Nobody is coming to do life for you. And when you quit playing the cards of poor me or why me, or I swear this only happens to me, I just have the worst luck, or nothing is ever going to change, and you inherently believe that because of where you came from, that dictates where you're going, and you choose a next better thought of, I have the choice at any given moment 
to create the life that I want. And me and my best friend were actually in the mountains just last week talking about this. We're like, moving out of Iowa was one of the hardest things, but also the best things we ever did for ourselves, for our mind, body, and soul. Because not only are we in new environments, but we're surrounded by people who are like-minded. You know, it's not easy to move away. It's not easy to break the... Uh, like to break the pattern or the family stigma of, you know, overweight, not caring, always living in the same house, always living in the same town and realize that like you get to create a new legacy for yourself. And as I'm like making all this career and business pivots, I just think about the legacy that I personally want to leave behind for my children and the legacy that I want to help them create. And so if you're not feeling inspired or empowered by the end of this episode, I hope that you think about that future version of you. And something that I like to think about a lot is, you know, like if somebody were to come to my funeral, if tomorrow is my very last day and all my friends are to my funeral, how would I want them to, you know, live on in my legacy, but also how would I want them to talk about me? What kind of conversations would I want them to be having? And for me, that's just kind of like a deep belly, deep belly kick in the butt to really be intentional about the life that I'm cultivating and the life that I'm leaving or leading and the path that I'm paving. So my friend, you are not stuck. It is not just, it is what it is. It is what you create. And I believe in you to create a life that's really epic and that's really aligned and know that I am rooting for you so hard. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. Chat soon.